Blog Talk Radio. Everybody to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Glad to be here Wednesday night in the Carolina Sports Plus studio with my co-host, Mario. Mario, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Glad to be here. How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I'm glad you uh, texted me as we were doing the show. I'm not going to lie. I slightly nodded off. Um, it's been a long, 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 it's been a long week. Um, for those yeah. that don't know me personally, um, and, I, and I've not talked about it on Facebook, so most people don't know, I have the biggest of all big dogs of Circle K. The, the big, the, there's nobody, nobody bigger than this person. Um, in Circle K uh, food chain here, coming and visiting the stores on Wednesday, and my store is one of the stores that are being visited, so it has been very chaotic. They have pretty much gutted and rebuilt a store that is only four years old for this whole dog and pony show, um, so it's been very long. It's been very hectic. It's been very stressful, uh, but I will say, I have a lot of brand new whistles and toys and everything else in my store, in my store, and get a few more things before this week's out. So uh, um, it, it's been hectic. But anyway, but I will admit that I was nodding off. It's been a long week. Um, I'm already at 50 hours, and I still have one more day to go in our work week here. Mm. So um, before we hit the new week, so before we jump into things, um, first. Make sure you guys uh, check out our site, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com, for all the shows that are going on here at the 110 uh, Sport, uh, yeah, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, Tuesday nights, you guys can case catch Race Chat Live. Had a great show last night. Um, Eight o'clock Tuesday nights. Looking forward to um, Southern Dirt Chat Report making its day return to the network here um, shortly. Um, they're on Thursday nights, eight o'clock, right here on the One Ten Nation Sports Radio Network. Also, if you click over there, you can um, 
Also, click on the tabs to catch the shows on different platforms. I know some people like listening to podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, Google Podcasts, you name it. Well, if you go over to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork, it has an opportunity to click on the tab for those particular um, platforms. You can follow the show, show there and get notifications and be able to listen to the shows on those platforms as well and not only that you can also check out our marketing partners which just so happens to bring me to Mario uh, Mario uh, Carolina Sports Plus um, in the Carolina, Carolina Sports Plus uh, studio is uh, one of our marketing partners uh, Mario let them know where they can find you um, in physical uh, presence in uh, um, the web presence and also on Facebook most definitely. You can catch uh, Carolina Sports Plus is located in Wakefield, North Carolina, 1318 Highway 401 Business in Rayford. You can catch us online at com, and we're on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. Um, for those that have not followed them on Facebook, I, I, I keep keep talking about this. Um, one, got a lot of great product over there. Also, um, he does yeah, price yeah. comparisons over there. Um, I, I've, I pay attention a lot. Uh, not only is Mario a co-host of the show and not only a marketing partner, but me and Mario go back well before that. Um, mm-hmm. Was originally a customer of mine, and we became friends. Yeah. Uh, became friends and have, have had many conversations and uh, and. So uh, I, I not only, you know, pay attention to his posts and everything because of the marketing side, but also because we are friends. And uh, the, the, the price comparisons, the shoes, the products, um, phenomenal what he has done in the opportunities. Um, I, I will not lie, he brought me the opportunity uh, to, to kind of have – that product in the Circle K that um, at the store I worked at, and unfortunately Circle K was not in the business of doing that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, glad that you got the opportunity to do that somewhere and uh, make oh, the yeah, most of yeah. it. Um, a lot of great, a lot of great pictures, a lot of great videos. I do have a question because I've never asked this before. I've never brought this up before. You've got a couple of videos that got music and got women. Who is the women? Who, who, where, where are they from? Just uh, around here, uh, okay. ones, ones, and uh, ones, just around here. Okay. Um, I, I, there's a couple of different videos he has, and they uh, basically commercials is basically what they kind of boil down to, but little clips and music. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, showing out the product. If you guys not checked it out, make sure you go to Carolina Sports Plus on Facebook. Check them out. Um, like I said, a lot of great product, great price, does price comparisons, um, and, mm-hmm. and just different things and different different great posts that he puts on there, and little humorous things, product things, you mm-hmm. name it. Um, every once in a while we share some of the uh, – I share some of his post um so make sure you guys go over there and like that as well um break chat live speaking of them tuesday nights eight o'clock um they got they covered you guys uh daytona last weekend they're going to uh, nascar's going to fontana next week um a great show last night um as always um that we we formed this year a um, race chat live racing pool um, last year we did it just amongst the 110 people um, that were involved with that show. 
Um, I won one of the series. I think it was the Xfinity series. I can't remember. Miss Lee won it overall. This year we decided to expand that. Then we let their fans or their listeners have an opportunity to partake. Um, so we took a five-man race pool, turned it into two groups, uh, 14 people total. I'm hoping next year it will grow even bigger. I, I tell you what, we went from five people, three different race series, um, and friendly little competition amongst each other, to we're only doing the, the Cup Series, but now it's seven people times two. Um, it's a lot more interesting. Um, I love what Taz Taylor, one of the co-hosts over there, has done, the platform he's got. Uh, I will say I am probably middle of the pack in the Group A. My wife is actually first place in Group B, but we're only week one. We got 32 regular season races, and then of course we got our 36 regular, yeah, 36 regular season races, and then the uh, 10 playoff races. Um, we are doing cash prizes for that, $25 for each winner, um, 110 for the 110 overall to take the uh, the, the playoffs. Um, and I got a couple more uh, cards up my sleeve that I'm going to play throughout the year to make this interesting. But it is fun just to have all these people participate. Uh, make sure you guys check out Race Chat Live. Uh, if you're a big NASCAR fan, big racing fan, make sure you guys check that out. And that way you guys next year can be part of the uh, Race Chat Live slash 110 um, racing pool. Because it's a lot of fun. It's uh, very interesting and uh, um, makes things interesting every week. Uh, I've got a few things we're going to jump into tonight, um, a couple of different categories that have interested me this week. Um, I, I wasn't sure which, which topic I was going to go into first this week, mm-hmm. um, but I think I'm going to go with the superstition stuff. Now, I, I want to say um, it was first take uh, first things first. It might have been. I, I can't remember what show it was. Um, mm. I'm, I'm more and more I watch. I, I started watching First Things First when it first came out. It had Chris Carter, which to me, NFL-wise, it was a very informative show. Then he had to yeah. pull it up from the show. Um, and then it had Wilds. It had Nick Wright. And it had, I can't remember the female's name. That I didn't watch it for a long time. I go back to watching it. Uh, Chris Broussard's on there now, no longer the female on there. And I, I tell you what, like I was watching it before I dozed off a little bit uh, this evening. It's, I don't know, it's very entertaining to me. It's very funny. Um, I, I think the chemistry of those three guys got together. It's just very entertaining and very funny. Um, but one of the shows I was, I was listening to, they taught me, and obviously it's not the first time it's been brought up, because they got a whole State Farm or, you know, is it State Farm? No, it's not State Farm. Is it State Farm? Jake? Uh, yeah, State yeah, Farm. I think, um, yeah, we, yeah, State yeah Farm. We, got, we got the new Jake. Um, so State Farm um, brought it up in one of his, one of their commercials talking about the guy doesn't wash, ever watch, uh, um, Patrick Mahomes shirt or whatever, and he gives it to a fan. But come mm-hmm. to find out, yeah. he wears the same boxers or whatever per game for the, the football games. He always wears the same mm-hmm. pair. It's a superstitious thing. And someone threw out the comment. It didn't make sense to me how that they just felt that was just the nastiest thing or whatever. And it's not like Patrick Mahomes wears the same dirty pair. It's not what it was said. He just wears yeah. the same pair. I'm sure it gets washed every day gone week. Um 
Just like most grown men out there, you probably wear the same boxers at least once, if not every other pair, every other week, depending on how many pairs of boxers you got in there. But your wife mm-hmm. or yourself yeah. washes them every week. It's not, not like you're wearing the same dirty pair every week. Um, so I, I thought that was just odd that someone just didn't put two and two together. But it, it brought me to a, uh, an interesting thought process and, and curiosity to ask you. Um, in, in all the years, it, it can be sports or non-sport related. Do you have any mm. kind of superstitious routines, things that you do a certain way um, throughout your life or even sports or anything? I, yeah. Yeah, I did. When I was playing sports, that was, uh, I wouldn't say a major thing, but, uh, of course, I like to wear the same, I, I used to like to wear the same socks and the same undershirt under my jersey. And I wore gotcha. that through through basketball and football and baseball, so I totally I totally understand I totally under I understand with that. You know, it's just about mojo, it's just about routine, it's just about you know, especially if you if you do good, you know what I mean. So that's now there's there's two things that I, can, that I thought off off the bat of my head, sport wise I mm-hmm. can't think of. There is something else, my ring. I still wear my class ring uh, from high school. I don't know how I held on to it because I didn't wear it for the longest time with the military. I traveled. I went overseas. I moved to North, you know, different yeah. places in North Carolina. Then I started eventually started wearing it, and um, it wasn't until I had the job at Circle K I actually started dinging up the birthstone on it. And, and I like to mm. kind of graduate, I guess, up to having a army ring. Cause I, I think is where I want to go next. But I've had my class ring. You figured I graduated what 27 years almost at this point ago so mm-hmm. I don't even have it as kind of a, ta- a whole whole thing within itself but my high school um it has my high school around the birthstone and it has to say my high school is wayne high school the wayne part has to be on the top chart of the ring so like if you hold my hand you can see the wayne and then below the birthstone you can say see it hi say hi i cannot it doesn't feel any different but it's one of the things that I always got to have it. If I'm holding, laying my hand down, you're looking at my ring, you can read Wayne going across the top of it and uh, yeah. high, the high going below the first stone. Um, I didn't even mm-hmm. think about that until just now. Um, but when it came to sports-wise, um, I've been someone that's been very active in the gym most of my life. Uh, I'd like to be back to being active in the gym. Um, this job just has it. I started getting back into the gym, and then all this went on. Um, but there, for yeah. one point in time, I actually competed professionally in bench press competitions. I competed in a couple of competitions. I got a first yeah. in my weight class and a second in my weight class. Um, but bench pressing is one of those things that I enjoy. And when I bench press, I always got to – there's always two lines where you put your – where you, when you put your hands up, there's always two lines on the bar that doesn't have, like, the grip part of it. And mm-hmm. when I when I bench press, I always got to have it a thumb lengths away from that those lines. So no matter what bar it is, I always put my my thumb on those on those lines that are smooth, and then that's where my my hands are being held every time. Um, but bowling, um, you know, I, when it comes to other sports, I didn't. I was young when I played football. I was young when I played bass or when I played baseball. So I didn't really have yeah. superstitions or really thought about that when I was little. Mm. Um, bowling, I, I even played in a bowling league when I was little. Um, but even now, uh, one, 
I wish I would have patented the whole two finger thing. Um, there, there's professional bowlers now that actually only use two fingers when they bowl, and I have done that yeah. probably for 20 years now. It was before it was a thing. I didn't know that would even become a thing. I was just never comfortable with having three the thumb in the ball, so I only roll with my my middle finger and my ring finger. Um, but when I bowl, I yeah. go up. One, I always got to use the air thing. When I walk up, I grab the ball, and I'll hold my hand over the air thing. And then I will put my two fingers in the ball, and then I will take it out. Then I'll put it back in. Then I'll rotate the ball. That is the way I have to do it every time. If I, if I don't do it, it messes up my whole routine. I have to physically put it in, take it out, to put it back in. Um, if not, I, I feel that I am not – I, I, I is not right, and, and I will. There's been times that I went and like I will stop and restart the whole process if I didn't feel that I put my fingers in there and, and did the whole process properly. Um, yeah. Not that it really ever makes much of a difference, um, but uh, that's just one of those things. Um, I would just I, I don't know. I just got to thinking about these different players, and I can imagine. How many players have these superstitions, have these different routines where they wear the same boxers, they wear the same uh, socks or undershirts, or, you know, they, they, they only eat certain meals or, or, you know, only do certain things with certain hands or whatever. Um, I, I can imagine to what extent um, some of these players probably go to have the same routine, especially mm-hmm. if they have a day they did something and they did phenomenal, either hit a home run, ran for, yeah. you know, a hundred and some odd yards, passed for three, 400 yards, whatever the case may be. It's one of those things that you do it and you have success, you know, it becomes a thing. It becomes a part of your life. I can, I can only imagine what some of these players and, I can even imagine some of these players, I'm sure it goes to an, to an extreme, like it becomes a whole thing that takes up a good part of their day or a good part of their routine to do the mm. same in order to, to feel like they're going to have that same mojo. Yeah. Um, did you get an opportunity last weekend as the XFL rolled out, came back to us? Did you get an opportunity to catch any of the games? I I I flipped it a couple times. I sat there and watched it, but honestly, it just I just didn't stay with it. So I, I would I would say uh, that was a no. But I definitely looked at you know what was going on as far as uh, the highlights and stuff. But no, I didn't I didn't really catch anything. I'm thinking about catching it this weekend. Okay. I guess I'm a little bit different. Um, I, I, I think that I am I'm split from a you different breed. Uh, I've watched I watched some FXL or some XFL. Um, first uh-huh. first things first. I, I remember when uh-huh. the XFL rolled out the first time. Um, I was still in the military. Uh-huh. I remember when Vince McMahon and the whole XFL rolled out. I gave mm-hmm. it a little bit of an opportunity, didn't take off, and it shortly ended. Um, they yeah. re-rolled it out a couple years ago. Um, came out with the product, modified the rules, modified what they were doing, brought some very interesting Good things coaching. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good coaches, good players. Um, Ohio State's Cordell Jones was one of the quarterbacks. What they did, yeah. um, the fact that you got to listen into the replays, the fact that you could hear excuse me, the play calling from both sides. I loved what the XFL rolled out. Everybody, I'm not say everybody, but a lot of people loved what the XFL rolled out. It very quickly became a very popular thing, and it picked up momentum until COVID-19 hit, and the league had to shut down, and oh, then yeah. it died. Yeah. And, and so lost I'm all the money, um, all that, and Dwayne Johnson, and I, I'm sorry, I don't, don't know The Rock, and I don't know the female's mm-hmm. name, but they went in, they bought the XFL, they now own it. Um, mm-hmm. They brought it back, or they, they bought it out, and now they brought it back this year. Um, so I was mm-hmm. intrigued. You know, because you knew there was going to be modifications. I, I think the couple locations, as there's eight teams, they changed up a little bit. Um, but you knew some of the rules were going to change. They were going to make some modifications. And so yeah. I decided this last weekend, you know, no, there was nothing going on. We got a sports show going on, so I, I want to try to kind of spread my horizons. And when the USF fell, which okay. I, I was, I was probably least impressed with the X or the, I'm sorry, the USFL. Um, out of all the things that I've seen, I'm gonna give that opportunity in April when it rolls out, just to see. Um, because at the end of the day, now the XFL and the USFL are kind of the scouting experimental leagues for the NFL, things that work, the NFL is going to take. Um, Some of the players eventually will go to the NFL if they're good enough. That's kind of where we're at at this point. Um, But it gives you an opportunity to see new things. Um, Things that I took away from this weekend. Um, One, out of humor, um, you still can't punch anybody in the XFL. I watched one player get ejected, Mm -hmm. and literally the referee said because he punched him. Um, I thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah. I watched more, more so I watched the San Antonio St. Louis game. And I bring this up because it was very, it was very interesting. Um, it was a very low scoring game up until three minutes left in the game. As a matter of fact, it was field goal for field goal, field goal for field goal. Um, it was only 15 to three with three minutes left in the game. Um, they were in yeah. San Antonio St. Louis has their quarterback is A.J. McCarron or McCarron, however you say it. Um, I want to say he played for Alabama. He was back up for Cincinnati Bengals. Um, yeah, trying to kind of, yeah, kind of relive his, 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 revive his career a little bit. Um, and with three minutes left in the game, uh, he takes St. Louis down the field and they score a touchdown. Now in the mm-hmm. XFL, for those that don't watch or have not seen the XFL, uh, I want to say exactly the same, if I remember correctly. There's not an extra point per se for a kick anyway. You either have to go from the two-yard line, you get a point. You go from the five-yard line, you can get two points. Or you go from the 10-yard line, and you can get three points. So St. Louis being down by, at this point now, they scored a touchdown, so it's now 15-9. and they go ahead and go for the three-pointer. So they got an opportunity from the 10-yard line, and what do you know? They make the extra point. Well, they make the extra three points. So now we got a 15-12 to 12 ball game, a game that only saw 15-3 to three after three minutes left, mind you. Now it's became a 15-12 to 12 game, and there's a little bit of time left. Now in the XFL, and I'm going to kind of backstep a couple things here. Um, first of all, a punt. Um, I like the rule. 
Um, if you punt the mm-hmm. ball, if it goes within the 35-yard line and it goes out of bounds, it automatically goes up to the 35-yard line, 35 line. So there's no angling the ball out of bounds at the 5-yard line, 10-yard line. You want to keep in the play, in the game of play, or the field of play. Um, the XFL mm-hmm. is about having kickoff returns or punt returns. They had like a 90% um, ratio of returns this weekend. So you don't want to kick it out of bounds, especially if it's within the 35-yard line, because it's going to the 35-yard line no matter what. Also with the kickoffs, um, when they kick the ball off, the actual kicking team and the receiving team are five yards apart they're, they're where they're at. And the 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 team, team kicking it off, or either team really, cannot move at all until the receiver t- catches the ball, or if it hits the play of field, I think you got like three or five seconds, and they let them know, and then, then they're allowed to move. That way, it mm-hmm. helps produce kickoff returns, and it doesn't have the violence of people running all the way down the field killing each other. Um, so it yeah. helps promote the kickoff returns. as It's safer. They, they come up with a safer alternative to having kickoff returns, which I hope that the NFL watches it this year and it's something they adopt because it worked really well. Um, but what the XFL also has on top of that or the onside kick, is the team can opt to go route number three here, and this is where things got really good for this game. You can take it and it'd be 4th and 15 at your 25-yard line. So after St. Louis went down and scored, now they're back at their 25-yard line. They opted to take the 4th and 15. So essentially, either you make the 4th and 15, um, and you continue driving on, or the other team gets the ball at the other side of the field, and basically they're already in field goal range. Well, St. Louis makes the 4th and 15. And then now they got the momentum. Now they're going down the field, and within a few seconds left of the game, they score a touchdown. So what a game that up to three minutes left was only 15 to 13, end up becoming a 18-15 win for the St. Louis team, uh, which made it a very injury, especially the last three minutes now. Um, the rest of the game, it was a field goal, kind of a snooze fest. Um, but that last three minutes of the game become very exciting, especially the different rules of the XFL. Um, I did catch pieces, I think, up to halftime of another football game. It was very, I think it was six to nothing. It was close. Um, I, I know there was another game that was a blowout. It was 33 to 12 or something like that. I didn't catch that one. Um, They're on definitely Friday, Saturday. They might be Thursday, Friday, Saturday games. Um, I will definitely be checking it again, out again this weekend. I was a big fan of it the first time around. Um, so I'm hoping that they catch momentum and uh, we get to see some good games again this this go-around for the XFL. Yeah, I'm going to check it out. I'm, I'm going to check it out, too. I'm going to check it out, too. I was glad that my DVR has not changed any. I have YouTube TV, and I've mm-hmm. from three years or two years ago, whenever they shut down the league. So I guess it had been the spring of 2020 or summer of 2020. Um, I had it set to record an XFL game. So when it came back last weekend, because I forgot it was last weekend, fortunately for me, the setting was still in there. So when the games played last weekend, it automatically recorded for me because that was still in the setting. <laughs> Um, so yeah. I had an opportunity to uh, kind of catch the games as much as I could. Um, I watched some Sunday. It was funny because mm-hmm. it was Daytona 500 weekend. 
So we got races Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And then I got XFL games. Um, I got I got XFL games recorded, and so I'm watching XFL games. And my wife, God love my wife, um, she's like, you know, I used to be a sports fan, or I thought I was a sports fan. But she's like, you take being a sports fan to a whole different level. Um, hmm. It's like – so I thought the football season was over, and here we got more football. You know, it's not yeah. just one race. There's like four races in the weekend. Mm. Um, as I look, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of my happiest um, when, when I get a oh, chance yeah. to uh, watch sports. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was kind of mm. one of the things that was great about doing this show. Um, we're, we're looking about, what, 12 years? I want to say about 12 years into this. Um, yeah, 12 years. April 15th will be 12 years. Yeah, and I, okay. I've, so I've told people for twelve. I've been telling people for many years now. You know, this has became one of those opportunities to kind of it be an outlet. Like everything going in the world, <laughs> even now, mm-hmm. you got the war mm-hmm. going on over there. Um, you, you got the plot politics going on. You you got yeah. a train derailment in Ohio that's got chemicals no, yeah. everywhere. You got yeah, you got recession. Crazy. You got inflation. You got mm-hmm. all these things. Yeah, I have an opportunity mm-hmm. right now, sixty minutes a week, to care about nothing else but sports. To to put yeah. all those uh-huh. things to the side, and we talk sports. Um, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, there's been times in, in this 12 years that I've done five nights a week, three nights a week, two nights a week, multiple shows, whatever the case may be. And, and it would just, it became an opportunity to just kind of drown out everything that was going on in the world and just, just talk sports, just focus on sports. Um, and, and that's what's great about Wednesday nights now is regardless what's going on in the war, what's going on with China and the balloons, what's going on with Ty, possible mm-hmm. Taiwan, what's going on with Russia and Ukraine, what's going on with Joe Biden, what's going on with Donald Trump, what's going it don't matter yeah. what's going on. For 60 yeah. minutes, from 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock, we, we get to talk Eight sports to and not give, yes, nothing at all about anybody else. Um there was there was there was something in the uh, all star. We had an all star weekend. Um, that was terrible. I did. <laughs> I tell I you what. Changed. I should I should have swapped. I should have swapped uh, football football for all star game. But yeah, it was terrible. It was uh, terrible enough <laughs> where it was so bad that you had to keep looking and flipping back just to see. How terrible it really was, you know, man. So yeah, that that was definitely different. I think they said that ninety four percent of the All Star consists of a layup, a dunk, or a three point. Like uh-huh. that was it. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, even watching LeBron do a self pass to himself off the backboard. I tell you what, yeah. I can't remember his name to save my life, but that short white dude, that that slam dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, the slam dunk contest. Yeah, he. Uh, that was probably the, slam the highlight. Yeah, of that the was weekend. probably the highlight. Yeah, of the weekend. I, I think he even said that he had a couple mm-hmm. dunks that nobody had seen yet. I think he he came yeah. into with confidence that he was going to do some. Yeah. Um, so I was glad that. Out of the weekend, you had some some kind of highlight, some kind of uh, a player made an opportunity and, and made, made the best one. of the weekend. He was, not, 
Yeah. Yeah, he got a he just signed a shoe contract today with Puma. Just I think they set up. I think before that, I think they said he made more this weekend than he made for the season or something. Yep, that's um, right. Close so. to, yep. <laughs> uh, ticket sales that went up. Ticket sales that went up for his game in the G League. So he had a he had a great he had a good weekend. Oh, uh, um, I don't know if you saw this, but I was watching. Like I said, I was watching first things first. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess a credible um, person um, that writes for something, or, or at least he scouts, um, feels that Bronny is a lottery uh, worthy oh, of a lottery I pick. I saw that too. <laughs> man. Um, man, that's that's still that's still that's still. That's the, even that situation right there. It's hard. He's a junior. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. just so hard. To well, tell. You, it's, that's so hard. To, that's, a couple, a couple yeah. things. One, because from what I saw the report talk about, the other players that is in the running of the lottery is kind of flattened out while he's elevated. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah. so you, you're, you're telling me someone in high school has gotten better yeah. playing yeah. at a high school level versus the rest of who you feel like I – are you comparing this to college players? Because there's a possibility. You're playing at a different level. Um to our school right now, the school that I went to, graduated from right up the road, um, was number two in mm-hmm. our our conference, and they don't impress me none. So, yeah, to to be rated that good at high school, unless you are front of Sports Illustrated worthy, just because yeah. you play good in high school doesn't impress me none. Like LeBron was front of the Sports Illustrated. While he played in Akron, um, yeah, that's that's a little bit different. Like you, you were you were known globally as a high school player, but yeah. just to say that you're getting better as a high school player, most high school leagues, you have one maybe two good teams out of the eight to ten teams in your league, and that's mm. it. Yeah. Usually, you know you. you know, I hate to say it this way, but unfortunately, you usually have your all-white team, you have your mixed team, you have your all-black team, and usually yeah. you know which ones got the basketball skills and which ones don't, and that's the way it goes. Um, and usually the all-white school kids get their butts handed to them. So depending on the, the, the upbringing and the level of youth basketball and, you know, the – the YMC or not? I'm gonna say the YMCA's, but the the local leagues. I don't know what they're all called. Yeah, um, H, we were HAC. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It depends on how good those programs are in those areas. Is going to dictate how good in those cities. It's going to dictate how good those schools are versus other schools. Um, my football team, the football team that I high school I go to, up until the last few years, we had a different coach. We went to state many times. We we were one of the best football programs in the entire state of Ohio. But we also had a great farming system working up and a great coach. Um, not every city had that. Not every city had diverse pickings and everything else. 
Um, and, and so it all depends on what the the geographics are, the um, the make and build of the students that go to those high schools is kind of going to dig dictate things um and, and so i i don't take a lot in and, and i and i think we've had this discussion before i don't even take a lot into what college is well i you know um and i believe we had this conversation um like yeah, when melvin yeah. gordon yeah. for wisconsin ran for 400 some on yards okay i i don't put a lot of weight into that who who do you run 400 yeah. yards on i guarantee it was not ohio state or alabama um, so you're, yeah. you're going to have your days where players are going to stick out against weaker college teams. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer um, that we'll, we'll, we'll shift to basketball for, or uh, football for a second. We got, we got, what, 12 college games. I'm a firm believer that you should, if you want to play for a national title, that 75% of your schedule. So in other words, eight games need to be against what the previous year, because um, that's when they're going to do the schedule, is ranked mm-hmm. in the top either, we'll say top 50. So Ohio yep. State, when they make their schedule at that point in time, they need to have eight of their games against somebody that's ranked one through 50. Then I'll mm-hmm. give you four give-me games. I'll give you two give-me games interconference. So when we play yeah. our, our, our weak teams in, in our conference, and then two give-me games like Ohio plays Toledo or Ohio yeah. plays somebody little, because I know they need that for the money and all that stuff. Um, but your other eight games need to be against legitimate opponents. These years where Alabama plays one, maybe two good teams, or Ohio State plays three teams or whatever, or LSU plays no, that's let's let's make this worthwhile. Let's or make these teams earn this. Um the year that Jamison Winston won the national title, the Ohio Florida State, their opponents had a combined record of eighty one and eighty one. Most of their games yeah. were against we're against uh, um, ACC teams. I mean, are you serious? Like, we're going to make a big deal about the Florida State team that beat North Carolina and Duke and Wake Forest and Boston College? <coughs> Not like they're beating up on Ohio State, Alabama, Auburn, LSU, uh, Michigan. Like, they were they were beating the likes of Duke and nothing against ACC when it comes to basketball, but there is something against ACC against football. Um, just like yeah. ACC, I have more I have more credibility when I talk about somebody beating an ACC team, especially Duke, North Carolina. You can Ooh. even throw NC State in there versus beating oh, yeah. you know even, even a lot of the Big Ten colleges. Um, that's just the way it is. Um, so to to sit there and talk about Bronny and where he's at at a high school level. What 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 league does Ohio what, that he does Bronny play in? Like to what level are the rest of these schools that you feel that he is lottery draft ready for, or is he playing a bunch of powder puff teams because the school he happens to go to, LeBron James can afford to send him to, which is probably the best pickings of kids that go to this prestige school or a higher up school. Mm-hmm. Is the team stacked a little bit better and makes it look a little bit better, or are, are we talking about high school teams that are on the same level? Yeah, they have a couple. They, he has a couple teams where they're on the the same. They have the same level, but I just don't. I just don't agree with the already leaked from college 
you skipping college and just going straight to NBA after after the rate that he's on. Because honestly, he's I want to say he's not that good, but he's 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 really not that good. And I really have to see him play to even think about him being a first round top ten lottery pick in the NBA. That's mm-hmm. just you know that's just the way I look at. It. You know, dad, dad, not, his jeans and all that, but, but it's I've just too far I've not seen a lot. Me. Well, a little bit I've seen has not been impressive, but I'm not sat there and watched yeah. a lot. More of it was me of cockiness. Mm-hmm. is more of I I am the king's son, and, and yeah. it, it kind of it just carried this attitude in the game and almost got in a beef with somebody. Um, and I wasn't so so much impressed with what I saw in the highlights of that particular game. Um, do you think? Do you think that? And, and this was an interesting point. Let's say that. Excuse me. Let's say that Bronny ends up being a lottery pick when, when, in year right. or two years, whenever or two years, whenever it is. Now, of course, to get that lottery pick, that means you're looking at the teams that are going to get that lottery pick are horrible teams, and that's just what it is. Um, in almost every league, the worst teams are the teams that get the number one picks that kind of helps them out. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think that LeBron will still want to play with Bronny and go to a lesser team? Um there's a few teams that are not looking good this year that would be the top of the pick, and I forget what teams they even mentioned this year. Um, that would be the top of that list. I just don't know if I can see <coughs> LeBron going to a team that there's really no shot of a playoff. But let's be honest, at that point you're talking about LeBron being like 40 years old, so his, his play time yeah. already got to a point where he can't play a full season. And he doesn't carry the ball like he used to, so he's more of a scorer. He's kind of a, mm. a role player at this point versus a player yeah. that brings the ball down every time. Um, and then you're talking about his son is going to be a rookie plus a team, adding to a team that was bad enough that you were on top of the the list of teams to get the lottery pick or got the number one lottery pick. And you see LeBron's going through with playing with Bronny on a team that really has no shots of making the playoffs or a championship. I, I, I think, I think he would. If he, if he wants it, if he wants it bad enough, as far as playing with his son, I think, I think he would go as far as money. Money's not important at this rate. To be honest, at this rate, I don't even think rings are too, I mean, they are important for him, but, at the rate that he's going, you know what I mean? If he comes back and play again next year and they don't win a ring, after not winning a ring this year, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know. I'm just playing basketball for the love of the game, and I really want to play with my son at that point because mm-hmm. that's where he would be at. That's where he would be at. But I think he will play well. If the opportunity came or when the opportunity does come, I don't know. I, I don't know. Lately, lately he's brought up a few times that it's just not in his DNA. He wants to win. He wants, you know. I just, yeah, I can't I see him to go out, especially as much as the whole goat, <laughs> the whole goat conversation mm. is brought up. 
Now, of course, a lot of people don't make mention of, of uh, Michael Jordan's run at Washington that never went to the playoffs, or if he did, they lost. Um, really wasn't the Jordan we knew from Chicago anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's never really used against him at all. Yeah. Um, so, But we know how people like to kind of cherry pick. That's like all those people talk about the six rings. Well, you can talk about the six rings all you want. Let's talk about all the times that Michael Jordan didn't make the playoffs or lost in the first round or lost in the second round. Yeah. They they cherry pick that stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into the whole debate of the GOAT conversation. Um, but they won't cherry pick that when it comes to LeBron. They'll, they'll, they'll throw up that six for six real quick, regardless how many mm-hmm. times yeah. Michael Jordan lost before. Um, and didn't even make it to the finals. So I, I I don't know. I kind of up in arms on whether or not that we would see LeBron take a lesser opportunity to to play with this or not. I mean, he could, but I I don't know <laughs> how much he's yeah. willing to play for a team that really there is no playoff shot to to just to play with the sun. Like, you could do that for fun and not be miserable and not, you know, steal the spotlight from your son and everything else and play, you know, anywhere you want to play versus possibly stealing the spotlight or it just being a miserable time just to play with him in the NBA. So I'm kind of curious to see when we get to that point, does he go through with depending on the team that drafts Brody, whether or not he does it or not? Yeah, yeah. That's what um, I'm about. Kevin Love got bought out out of his contract. Uh, I think there's a lot yeah. of talks of him going to Miami. Miami. Um, <laughs> I will say, being a, a Cavalier fan. Um, especially when that happened, when they brought Kevin Love in. Very exciting. I was uh, so glad. And, and obviously it resulted into a championship and should have been so much more if Kyrie Irving would just stayed in his lane. But uh, it was very exciting to bring Kevin Love. I always liked Kevin Love, even as in the Minnesota, uh, in the, uh, as a Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, yeah, there we go, Timberwolf. <laughs> But I say what, uh, for someone that was attracted by Cleveland, um, was very loyal to Cleveland, and uh, every time I've stuck it out. Do what now? I said they're retiring jerseys. They're, they're also retiring jerseys from what I, from what, from I, what I read. I have seen a few things about that. I, I hope they do. I hope they do treat him right. Um, he stuck it out. Yeah. Um, I wish things would have been differently. I wish that the injury wouldn't happen this year. Um, he would have been able to continue producing the way they needed him to produce um, so that mm-hmm. he could be that off-the-bench veteran player that he had been for the Cavaliers. Um, but obviously, Cavaliers need to open up that space to – kind of move forward and, and try to pursue another championship. Kind of kind of wish they would have stuck it out long enough to see him retire and be part of the Cleveland Cavalier organization and, and help develop and, and coach or whatever the case may be. Um, but was glad to have Kevin Love's services as long as we did in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I also saw today that uh, the New York Jets uh, pitched to Derek Carr. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not. I'm talking about uh, you come to New York oh, yeah, and win uh, first <laughs> first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, I don't I don't I don't know if that makes them automatic if he goes to New York. It was kind of a debate on the show. If he went to New York, put four or five great years, won a Super Bowl, whether or not he would be Hall of Fame or even more so first ballot Hall of Fame. Um, I don't know. For Derek Carr, it's a great situation. Um, a couple reasons. One, you got two great receivers out there. You got Garrett Wilson, and I forget who the other receiver was. Um, but you got two great receivers, and you got a team that, with the right quarterback, you could be an up and coming team. There, there's a lot of great pieces in the Jets organization. Um, unfortunately for them, Zach Wilson was not the answer. Um, Flacco's past his prime. They actually, the, all three of them were the three worst uh, QB. Rated quarterbacks in the league this year with the minimum of so many passes. I forget what the record or what the minimum was. <laughs> but uh, you get the right quarterback in there, it could be a great situation for the Jets, especially because of the receivers that they drafted. Um, and, and also for um, Derek Carr, this is an ideal situation because now you kind of yeah. just gain leverage. Like you said, I'm first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback material, so now you can pay me first mm-hmm. uh, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback kind of money. Um, so they kind of put their own foot in their mouth with that, especially now when you're talking about negotiating contracts. Um, for the Jets, though, I don't know if Derek Carr is the answer. Um, he has not proven – to be the answer up to this point. Um, there's a yeah. reason why the Raiders have gone on a different direction. Not for the life of me, I can't think. Was was there a team before the Raiders? It seemed like he he played for somebody else before he went to the Raiders. One or has Raiders been it? <laughs> no, uh, I believe the, that's a good question. I believe the Raiders been it. I believe. I'm. I'm looking real quick, but it seems like there was someone else before him. Um, I don't know why there thinks uh, why I think there is, but oh, Derek Jeter. Um, but up to this point, he has not been the answer, and so I I just don't think that he is the answer for the Jets. Um, I, I think that there is opportunity, like I said, with the right. With the right quarterback, like I think Aaron Rodgers going in there, and you do a year or two-year contract, you also draft, mm-hmm. you use your draft pick to get you another quarterback so that you got someone to replace Aaron Rodgers, and now you have an, an opportunity for the next two years to potentially go into the playoffs of the Super Bowl and develop a quarterback would be great. Um, an ideal situation, but I don't think that uh, – Derek Carr is the answer, and I think that, yeah, it's just been, I just guess it was just the Oakland 
the Oakland slash Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think Derek Carr is the answer, and I, I think that you're wasting an opportunity with the talented receivers you have on the Jets, uh, Jets team. <laughs> Okay, I can I I think they'll be good, but it won't be Aaron Rodgers. But they'll be they'll be they'll be competitive. They'll be in a lot more games, but he does throw a lot of picks, so you yeah. know what I mean. He 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 has a lot of he has a lot of yards, but but he also has a lot of picks. So, but he hasn't never played with a good defense. But sometimes that's kind of a a cop out sometimes, you know what I mean, depending on mm-hmm. how the games go. But uh you know, they they lost some games because of him too now. Yeah. But well, it's hard to believe that uh they're already gotten to be almost nine o'clock and uh, yeah, quickly no, how quickly that that hour goes by. Um <clears throat> don't forget, make sure you guys hey check us out on Facebook, the one ten nation sports. Um, you check out the site www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Um, um, you guys can catch all the shows over there. You can also click on the tabs that take you to different platforms. If it be iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Freaker, whatever the case may be, um, just follow the show over there. It'll notify you, let you know there's a new show on the network, <clears throat> and you can catch the. Uh, all the shows on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network on your favorite platform. Um, also, I don't know if I mentioned Tuesday nights, Race Chat Live, 8 o'clock. Um, the guys and lady, um, you got Chris, Craig, Taz, and Miss Lee. Catch you up on the latest going on um, previous weekend race, um, like this last weekend's Daytona 500. Get you guys ready for the uh, race in Fontana, cover other racing um, as well. Um, and then, uh, of course, we got the uh, 110 Nation Sports Show Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock right here. And then Thursday nights, 8 o'clock, we will be uh, returning um, the Southern Dirt Track Report. It's a local racetrack um, show. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Uh, Mario, let them know where they can find you physically, Internet-wise, and Facebook-wise. You can find our physical location at uh, 1318 Highway 401 Business in Rayford, North Carolina. You can catch us online at carolinasportsplus.com. And we're on Facebook and Instagram at Carolina Sports Plus. Glad to be here tonight in the Carolina Sports Mm -hmm. uh, Studio. Um, Had a great time with you, Mario. Looking forward to being back here uh, next week. Well, some more great topics, more things to yes, more things to jump into. Um, a lot of things to talk about. Hopefully, I'll have a lot of things. I usually don't talk about this a lot, but hopefully, we'll have a lot of things to talk about from this this weekend. As I will be Ooh. celebrating number forty forty five on Monday. Um, so all right, all right. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we got some stories to talk about this weekend. I know we're going to a wine and pizza thing Friday night, doing some. Doing some Cosmo bullying after that. I'm not sure what uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is going to bring, but um, I know that Wednesday will be a very hectic day, as that is the day that the the big dog from Circle K visits my store. So it'll be a 
very intense day that day that I get an opportunity to come into the Carolina Sports Plus studio, kind of chill and talk some sports. So looking forward to uh, next week. Um, that'll kind of be the end of everything to include the day, essentially the week for me. Um, so looking forward to that as well. Well, what? Have uh, a great time. Well, we'll do. Um, of course, I will hit you up. Uh, I will hit you up after this show. And, of course, we keep in touch throughout the week as we prepare for next week. And uh, everybody out there in uh, sportscast or podcast land, you guys have a great night. Good night. <laughs>